Hello, everyone. Okay, before I start this episode, this is like very rare, but I had a lot of technical difficulties before this episode. So you are going to hear me in the beginning kind of saying, oh, like prepare for the weekends and I have a wedding and all that good stuff. But obviously that is past. You guys are getting this episode on a Monday, which is a very rare date. I've had a lot of technical difficulties this entire weekend to deliver this episode. So I hope you enjoy. And obviously the beginning and the end may be a little weird because I'm talking about the previous weekend. But um, yeah, enjoy the episode, guys. Sorry about the delay. Love you guys. Bye. Welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., where we'll be talking about what it's like being single and dating in your 20s and 30s. So let's get some wine and popcorn and get real about what it's really like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shurjan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., and I hope everyone out there is having an amazing day, amazing week. And if you aren't, I'm sending you positive, positive vibes. What's going on, everybody? I feel like every time I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go on a hiatus for like a little bit. And then like I do it. And then obviously like life sometimes gets the best of me sometimes. And, you know, work gets really fucking busy. And, you know, right now with work, we're in like right in the middle of budget season. So it's just really fucking hectic at work. And obviously, um, my second job and third job are already like kicking my ass. Um, and then obviously this is like my other job. Obviously I do this for fun, but I fucking enjoy doing this. If podcasting paid my fucking bills, I would not be doing anything else, but it does not. (laughs) I feel like I'm a little, um, I'm a little indie little um, podcast, so, you know, the few people that do listen to my podcast, obviously, I appreciate you guys, um, but, you know, I'm not making the big bucks like half of these podcasts are out there right now, so, you know, maybe in time, I'll get to that level where I can sit here and be like, you know, this is my only job and mainly focus on that but sometimes it's really hard so as an indie podcaster I don't even know if you would call me an indie podcaster but I guess I'm just calling myself one but as an indie podcaster it's just really tough to balance life and you know what I mean and when I'm like yeah on my free time like and then free time my ass is like fucking sleeping or trying to manage things or that I can't do on a normal fucking basis so enough with, you know, obviously my little tangent, but like I said, I don't do this on purpose. Like just life just happens. Um, I wish I was very privileged enough to, you know, not be able to have another job and this be my only revenue, but you know, hopefully, you know, manifesting this will be soon. I hope within the next year or two years or so, I hope. So yeah, um, manifesting this shit into existence. Um, so I kind of wanted to do a little quick chit chat before I kind of get into this week's episode. Um, I'll get more into detail in my mini episode. Obviously this is just, um, this is a real episode, not, um, both of them are real episodes, but, um, my actual mini episode, I can kind of get into you guys, like, kind of stuff that's going on with me, and then just kind of get into, like, other, like, dating stuff that are happening right now, um, in today's, like, culture or whatever, um, I thought that'd be, like, a nice little segue where I can just kind of not mainly focus on one thing, I can just kind of talk about a general amount of things, that's kind of what my mini episodes are going to pertain, I know last mini episode was mainly about Mr. Um, Prince Albert, Um, speaking of him, uh, so... I obviously told you guys that I had sex with a man that had his dick pierced. Um, So I don't... Okay, so the reason why I called him Prince Albert, obviously, he has his dick pierced, but it's not like the normal Prince Albert. I don't even know what the specific name of... um, Let me just Google it real quick so that I can... I'm, like, going to Google this shit in, like, real time. Um, 
Let me just look this shit up while I have you guys. Um, and, like, kind of figure out what the fuck this, like... Okay, I guess they're still calling it a Prince Albert, I guess. Um, but, okay, it's not. I don't, I don't know. A florum. Okay, it's a warm piercing. Okay, it is not a Prince Albert piercing, but Prince Albert was a better name to call my fucking episode than a warm piercing, Mr. Warm Piercing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... So I literally spoke to him last night and he told me that he's actually, I, y'all, I, I think I need to just not bother with this man anymore. I just, obviously like the piercing was something different, you know, obviously try new shit and just kind of see it out, whatever. Um, but now he's actually getting an actual Prince Albert piercing and then, he told me that he wanted to, and I've never known anybody that has this piercing. Um, he wants to get his asshole pierced. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, but yeah. So I'm going to leave that here. I'll go into more detail in my mini episode that will be coming out. So you guys will hear the whole um, nitty gritty and uh, why he told me he was getting his asshole pierced. So that will be in my mini episode. So stay tuned and look out for that. I will like go into more fucking detail. But obviously this is not what this episode is about. I just kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of a heads up that this will be happening. You know, whatever. I actually wanted to talk about toxic, toxic, toxic ass men, okay? I just don't, I just feel like us as women or just us in a whole, like, whatever general, whenever you're dealing with a toxic ass man, right? Obviously, they like to gaslight you, they manipulate you, they just, you know, they make you feel like you're in the wrong, like, you know what I mean, they always like to turn the table, right, and then, you know, us, when we, like, don't realize that we're dealing with somebody that's toxic, you know, we fall into the traps of, you know, being gas, gaslit, right, somebody's gaslighting me on something, and I'm getting, you know, making me think, like, something is not, at, like, making me feel like I need to apologize for something that you did, you get what I'm saying, like, stupid shit like that, and it is so, so fucking easy to fall into these traps and, like, meet these men that are literally so fucking toxic that it's just, it's disgusting. It's so, it's so, I don't even know how, like, another human being could just be, just, just want to, you know be so selfish and just so not think about anybody else's feelings other than their own. You know what I mean? Like, yes, obviously you're always going to look out for yourself. Like that's a given, right? But to the point that you're going to hurt somebody else, that's where I have a fucking issue with you. And that's where this, you know, this whole episode is going to really be about just kind of like the telltale signs of how to spot them. And this really is so like, I will say this, sometimes people can finesse a certain image to you and then, you know, just, it's either they're trying to just get in your pants or, you know, they're trying to like, you know, get you for the time being, use you for whatever the fuck they need you and then they're like fucking out, right? Like, toxic men are like, obviously, you know, are fuckboys, obviously. Like, fuckboys are toxic as fuck. Like, I've, I've talked about fuckboys, I've had a form of fuckboy on my episode, I actually, like, if anybody out there knows somebody that is a full-blown fuckboy that's not, you know, not reformed or anything like that, I would love, please send them my way, shove them my email address, have them DM me on Instagram, I would actually like to talk to a, like, genuine fuckboy and, like, kind of just get into that whole nitty-gritty. Yes, I loved having Brad on my show. He was great, but, like, I need somebody that's actually, like, a fuckboy, like, 
currently right now. Not for reform, not like repenting that like literally just does not give a fuck. Like I would love to talk to you, love to have you on my show um, and just kind of get your perspective. I mean, obviously I think you're a shitty person for being a fuckboy, but whatever. That's your prerogative. My opinion of you should not even matter anyways, but whatever. That's for something, but I'm just getting the feelers out. So if you know somebody, shout them out. Connect me with this person. So, but yeah, I just kind of, I feel like when, when, like when we're starting to date somebody, right? When you like are going the feelers out. And I feel like if I'm going to be honest, I feel like online dating is like, you find a lot, a lot, a lot of toxic men, right? Even I, sometimes I can even tell they're toxic even before I even say two words to them, right? It's sometimes like men will put stupid ass shit in their bio that will let me know what type of person that you are, right? Or let me know that you are just not a, like your standards and the way you see things in life and how just kind of how you present yourself in this dating world could just tell me about you, right? I can already tell you, like, wow, this is a toxic, douchey-ass fucking dude, right? When you start saying, like, certain characteristics of a of a woman that you're looking for, right? And hey, everybody has a fucking preference, but when you directly put it in a bio profile, so that means anybody else that doesn't fit this criteria, like, meaning, like, if you're a blonde or brunette, I'm neither of those things. I have black hair. Um, Right now I have highlights, but still, I have black hair, okay? Or they say, like, you know, I'm looking for a petite blah, blah, blah. I'm nowhere near fucking petite. I'm a thick bitch. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm thick as fuck. You know, I got a fat ass. I got big boobs. And I got a little bit of a gut, okay? There's nothing petite or skinny about me at all, right? There's none of that shit. So... For me, when I when I see these type of things on profiles, I just don't even understand why men even put this type of shit. Like, women do that shit too sometimes when they're like, oh, I want a guy that's like no one under like 5'9 or something like that or 5'10, whatever. Yeah, that's a fucking character. That's like some stupid ass shit too, of course. Do women in real, like, honestly, I mean, some women may not care, but do women in honestly are like, yeah, I don't really want to date a short guy. Yeah. Cause like when we think about shit, like stupid shit, like, Oh, you know, when I'm wearing heels, I don't want to fucking tower over you. It's some weird, like, I don't know if it's some weird rooted shit that we were learned. Like, Oh no, you need it. Or some, you know, society, how they say like, you should be with somebody tall. Like being with somebody short is like not a thing. I had put in a, um, a poll. No, I didn't put in a poll. I posted a TikTok. Um, on my Instagram and the TikTok was this girl crying. She's like, I feel like all of us are saying there's no real, there's no men out there that are going to treat us right. And all the men that we fuck with are like shit, but it's only because we're, we're trying to fuck with six feet and over (laughs) six feet and higher guys and nobody under six feet. And this is our fucking problem. So what do we have to do now? We got to go after the short men. So I started laughing and I, I think I put like, um, like that, like, uh face on, um, like, emoji on, like, fucking Instagram, whatever. I had a, I had a friend of mine, um, well, not really a friend, but, like, more of an associate. She had posted, and she's like, yeah, girl, like, my husband's short, you know, you kind of, and he's amazing. She's like, you know, I thought the same way. Like, you know, sometimes we got to look outside the box, right? So, yeah, I would say, like, that's the only thing I've seen, and I know women that have put that shit on their profile, or known men that have told me that women put that shit on their profile, right? Because, you know, not everything, you know, not every, like, you can have a preference, you can have whatever, but I just feel like if you're talking about really specific shit, like, for me, that's, that's a red flag for me. If you're talking about really, really specific, like somebody that's like, if you're looking for like somebody that's like, what's wrong with a person that's on the curvier side, like what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like, shit like that is weird. I don't feel like that's like, 
it's like a weird thing to like flex. It's a weird thing to say that that's what you're looking. It's just weird. I get it. You're on a dating website. I mean, like, I feel like if you see somebody's picture or say like you're really into people that are like skinny, petite, have like a six pack or a four pack, whatever, right? If that is somebody that you're technically looking for, I feel like putting it on your profile as like, these are my only, like, please only swipe right on me if you fit these, like, fit these, like, certain things. Like, you have to look this way in order to swipe right on me. Like, that is, the like, such a douchey thing to do, right? And I feel like the minute you see somebody, right, the minute you see somebody on a dating website, like, obviously, the first intentions, especially, like, Bumble or Tinder, I mean, even Hinge, like, Hinge, okay, I'm gonna go on a little, before I, like, really get into other shit, but I'm gonna go on a little rant for Hinge. Can I just tell you, and, like, Hinge will never sponsor me because I'm obviously talking shit about them, but I think, Hinge is garbage, okay? And they always show these commercials and they're like, oh yeah, like, Hinge is, we want you to delete the app. And it's like, because the whole intention of their commercials and them, like, all the promotions that, you know, Hinge has been putting out, whatever, like, all, like, the ads and all that shit, is this app is meant for you to, this app is meant for you to, like, delete it because we want you to find somebody, right? And let me tell you, it is slim motherfucking pickings on Hinge. Like, Hinge is, like, literally trash, and the men that I've met on Hinge have literally been garbage, okay? Garbage. Like, straight up. And I'm not even saying, I can speak from my own experience, but, like, even friends, people that, like, I've met and have talked about dating apps, all have all given me the same fucking feedback, like, Hinge is garbage. Like, it really isn't the greatest app. Like, even though, like, there's more things or, like, it'll try and, com- like, make you compatible. Like, listen, I'm 31 years old. I'm going to be 32 in January, okay? Aquarius is out there. Woo-woo. Um, and I don't have time for the bullshit, right? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be, like, anybody's sugar mama or be, like, some cougar trying to go after some people. Hinge, I'm sorry, Fix your fucking, like, preferences. Pick, fix your shit because I said the ages that I'm looking for are 26 to about 34. Because, yeah, I would date a 26 or 27-year-old because I feel like you're closer to 30. So, you know, I'm okay with that, right? I'm not going to, like, you wouldn't find me dating a 20 or 21-year-old. Or, like, now I'm getting people, like, you're putting me in a category or matching me with people or putting people, like, on things that when I'm looking are like 18, 19 year olds. And I'm like, why? Why are you even putting me, why are you even putting me like, even putting the shit in my my view, right? Like, why the fuck am I getting 19 year olds for me to swipe left and right on? Like, bitch, didn't I say the age that I wanted? Why are you giving me all these children? Like, I'm sorry, if you can't, physically go to a bar with me and grab a drink I can't do that with like I can't like you're too you're literally too young for me bro right you're too young for me bro if I'm trying to reference shit back when I grew up and you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about you're too young for me brah okay so like to be honest I really really feel like hinge obviously not going to sponsor me. I feel like you're trash. Like, do something different with your fucking app. It's really garbage. I'm not saying Bumble or Tinder or any better than that. However, I just, the whole preface and the whole, like, emphasis behind Hinge, I just feel like it's bullshit. Like, we're meant for you to delete this app because you're going to find your person, whatever. I'm like, I've heard of better success stories on, like, Bumble and Tinder. So, like, and those sites are mainly, like, the preference behind them are, like, more of a hooking hooking up site. Like, Tinder especially is more of a hooking up site anyways. And, like, as much as, like, I know some, I know a person, like, one of my really good friends in college she married somebody that she met off Tinder. I'm like, shit can happen. It's not like I'm saying, like, you can't meet the love of your life on a fucking dating app that 
whole preface behind it is like to hook up or find somebody like a booty call, whatever. Like, that's okay. I'm not judging you or whatever. I'm not saying that can't happen for you or whatever. Like, it can. But, you know, this is kind of like normally, especially in the online dating world, and it's hard. I'm telling you, like, the dating world literally. The dating pool right now is literally has pee in it. It's just, it's so, it's so crazy to like, and then you as a person that's like actively trying to date people, you, you're you just like weeding through all like the toxic shit, all the bullshit or, or whatever. And sometimes like these toxic men and the people that you start dating and all that other stuff are literally wolves in sheep clothing. Like literally like, wearing sheep clothing, and they're fucking wolves inside, like, they're, like, toxic as fuck, and it's hard, it's really hard when you're, like, when you're so, when you, you're manipulated into thinking that this person is, like, what they're perceiving, like, you know, what they're perceiving themselves to be, and they're, in reality, they're fucking not, they're just a horrible, horrible person, and, like, at the end of the day, then you, like, you sit back, and you're, like, wow, how fucking stupid was I that I didn't even see the signs of this person and now I'm realizing how bad and horrible this person is, right? Like, you can get like that because sometimes, like, people can just manipulate just by, like, acting a certain way up front and then slowly, slowly their true colors are starting to, you know, it's like a fucking onion, you know, like, just peeling back the layers of the, like, the bullshit, peeling back the layers of the bullshit, right? And... Let me tell you, I've had my fair share of toxic men. Like, my very fair share of toxic men. So, you know, I'm no fucking, like, expert here, but I'm just trying to, like, say that, you know, they are fucking out there. They're, like, they may look like they're the nicest fucking person, but they are, like, the worst human being ever. (laughs) So, um, I've had, I've been drunk by dick. And what I mean by that is I've been so blinded and so, like, wrapped up in how good dick was or something that, like, I just did not see the rest of the red flags. Like, red flags, like, you know, a bitch went blind. Like, you know, I'm fucking Stevie Wonder, like, dodging every red flag that, you know, I see. I'm, like, not seeing anything. I'm blind as fucking can't see any of these red flags that this person's showing because I'm so drunk off this good dick that I don't see, like, the red flags. I don't see that this person's, like, manipulating me or gaslighting me or, you know, feeding me bullshit just to keep me around because either, you know, like, because they want whatever they want out of me. They, you know, they want some ass, so manipulate manipulate me, gaslight me, do all that bullshit so that you can get what you want. And then when I'm starting to figure things out and you're, you know by gaslighting me and making me think that, like, I'm the problem, right? And they always do that. They always, like, they always do that. And I don't know if it's, like, um, I don't know if it's, it's a thing, like, you know, when you date or when you're, like, when these people are talk like, these men are toxic, um, I don't know if it's, like, a macho thing to, like, oh, because I have control, like, I'm in control of this situation, and, you know, if I, like, I don't want to be a simp, I don't want to simp towards her, so I'm gonna, like, be the biggest asshole ever so that I have control and I have power over the situation, right? For me... I just think it's, it's all a bunch of bullshit. It's all a bunch of bullshit, right? And it's like, why can't we just do better? Why do we have to be like, why do we have to manipulate people? Why do we have to gaslight people? Why can't we just be a good person? And like, if you don't mesh well with the person, like, that's great. But why are we so selfish that we're, you know, manipulating people into thinking that we want something with them, but in reality, like, we don't. We just want to get whatever benefits us in that moment, and then once we're done with whatever we're benefiting from or whatever is making us feel good about, you know, 
whatever this person is doing to you to make you feel good in that moment. And it's like, all right, when I don't need you anymore, I'm just going to throw your ass away, right? This is what all these, like, toxic-ass men and, like, the toxic dick, all that shit. Like, that's exactly what that does. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that every, you know, people are, like, kind of, Either some people that are toxic, some of the reasons why that they're toxic is because maybe they, like, dealt with some past trauma, um, really unhealthy relationships, um, and just not, not fully dealing with whatever the fuck made them this way at all, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the whole stigma of, like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of men don't want to go to therapy, or a lot of men don't want to be, like you know, vulnerable or anything like that, but instead of, like, them, you know, taking ownership of whatever feelings that they're having and dealing with their feelings or even seeking therapy and trying to deal with it that way if they can't deal with it on their own or even talking to somebody else. Like, men, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong if any male listeners are out there that are listening to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I just don't feel like men really talk about their fucking feelings, like, with other men like that not on a deep ass level like us as females like we will literally get into the nitty-gritty and just really talk about our feelings and get into our emotions because society designed us that way like we are meant to be like like women are deemed to be really emotional so with that being emotional we like to talk about our fucking feelings with men it's the polar fucking opposite maybe that's why We have a lot of, like, there's a lot of toxic men out there because they don't want to fucking talk about their feelings or they, like, you know, half of these men that are, like, so toxic are just that if you dealt with a toxic man, it's probably because you're being punished from whatever girl hurt them in the past or whoever the fuck hurt them in the past and they're taking out their shit out on you by being, like, a fucking asshole. They're like, I don't want to get my feelings hurt in this situation. So I'm going to do everything in my power so that I'm not hurt so I have the power in this situation. Right? It's just, it's one of those things and it's tough. It's tough to see, it's tough to see, like, people get manipulated or even like when you see somebody that's so toxic like when I see a talk like whenever I deal with a toxic man or if I deal with somebody that's super toxic and like is obviously not a good person I always think I'm like who the fuck hurt you like who hurt you for you to be this type of person what happened in your life like I always think about that what happened in your life to make you this way like Who the fuck told you this is, like, the ideal way to, like, handle a person, like, to hurt somebody so bad to just kind of, like, and not give a fuck about that person's feelings or not give a fuck about what you're doing because you want to be on top. You don't want to be the person that's on the receiving end of being hurt because you were hurt in your past or whatever the fuck happened to you and made you this way. I don't really feel like people are born, like bad I don't feel like people are born like you know like are evil people or toxic people I just feel like they're like breaded into this because of something happened to them and they just didn't know how to fucking deal with it and then everybody that has to deal with a douchebag and like a fucking toxic person are dealing with the repercussions of whatever the fuck trauma this person dealt with in this past right that just is not you know brave enough to like figure out their shit or handle their shit the way that they need to You know what's so crazy about being with somebody toxic? Sometimes you don't even know you're dealing with somebody that's fucking toxic, right? It doesn't even... Sometimes it takes an outside... Like, someone on the outside to, like... Outside person looking in to, like, literally tell you or be confronted that, hey, like, your person's fucking toxic. Like, you're in a toxic situation. Like, you need to get the fuck out of that situation. You don't deserve it. Like, no one deserves to be in a toxic relationship. Like... You know, if you're in one or, like, you think you're in one, I'm gonna, like, you know, I'm gonna, like, go over some signs that I feel are, you know, fucking toxic ass signs that will, if these are warning signs, if you or somebody you know that's, like, dating somebody that may be toxic or is dating somebody, your friend, your cousin, your parent, even yourself, whatever, like, 
these are some signs I feel like are telltelling signs you're like in a toxic situation. Okay. When people's actions like don't match their words, right? So for instance, um, Mr. Vanilla, right? When him and I used to, you know, obviously set up, if no one, if this is your first time listening to my episode, you're like, who the fuck is Mr. Vanilla? Mr. Vanilla is a dude that I was like, was a very toxic, very toxic, um, I would say situationship because it wasn't a relationship, it was a situationship, um, that went on for on and off for a couple years that we did. And he always, like, he did this very, like, did this a lot, right? And he would gaslight me sometimes, manipulate me, make me think that I was fucking crazy. Um, and I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for him. He made me feel bad for him. He made me feel like, oh, woe is me. Like, he's going through a lot. Like, he's dealing with a lot of mental things and I need to like have sympathy for this man and in reality he was gaslighting me he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing um he knew ways to manipulate me he would say things to me um that made me believe that this man wanted like a future with me and but he would say these things when like I would question where we were at in our situationship right like I would question things like when he would say something and then he would do the polar opposite and I would question his motives or question, like, certain things that he would do, you know? And I look back, obviously, like, you know, reflecting back and stuff, and, you know, I look back and I I think to myself, I said, how the, like... I feel like I'm a smart person. I feel like my intuition, my all that, I feel like that's pretty good, right? And then I look at situations when I deal with somebody that, like, is clearly manipulating me, clearly, like, is super toxic and stuff like that. And I look and I'm like, why? I'm pretty, I'm like, I trust. And then you start to question yourself. I'm like, are my instincts off? I always thought I had pretty good instincts, but how the fuck did I not, like, you know, stop this situation ship, like, a long time ago? Why did I keep allowing this person to come back why did I keep allowing this person to you know play such a role and like I just felt like he always took me in a fucking like tornado right he would he would like lure me in I'd get in it I'd be wrapped up in the tornado of the bullshit of the toxicness of you know the manipulation the gaslighting all that bullshit right and then when he was done with whatever whatever he like needed from me at the time He would, like, spit me back out in the world, and I'm just, like, so discombobulated and sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? And now I'm thinking, is it me? What did I do? Why why did he, like, do this to me? Like, why did I get souped up in that shit again? You know what I mean? And why did I, you know, allow this man to just continue and continue and continue to let me, you know, do this shit, you know? It's crazy, and it's It's tough. I'm telling you, that man is a sheep and I mean, a wolf in sheep's clothing. He really was. He, like, just did a lot of shit to just kind of make me feel like, oh, he really, like, cares about me. Like, throwing I love yous at me or making it seem like we're going to have some type of future. Talking about future stuff when, in reality, that's not what he, like, his actions did not, like, catch up with like, with the shit that he was saying to me, right, like, I literally feel like I was emotionally fucked, and then I was just literally sitting there, like, what the fuck just happened, I feel like I was emotional, like, it was just crazy, like, I was just like, what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck just happened, why did I let this happen to me, and it's tough, because when you're dating, you're like, you know, you have these expectations of what you want when you're dating somebody, right? You have all these expectations. Like, I want to marry, I want to be, not even marry. I'm jumping the gun here, but I want to date somebody that's, like, going to be good to me, that's going to treat me the way that I need them to treat me. Like, actually, like, follow up with the shit that they tell me. Like, if you say, like, I want to give you all these things and I want to give you the world... And then they don't do it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you want these things. You want them to, like, 
I'm going to give you all these things and then give it to you. I'm going to be this great, I'm going to be like your, I'm going to be your partner. I'm going to be your best friend. I'm going to be your confidant and then be that for you, right? But then you get these toxic ass motherfuckers that like, say, it's like everything looks good on the paper, but when you actually see it in real life, it's not anything at all to what you think it is. You know what I mean? And then they start, like I said, literally was in a tornado. I was spit out. I was emotionally fucked. And I'm questioning, like, I'm questioning myself. And I'm like, am I fucking crazy? And, like, I'm, it's like I'm losing my fucking sanity here. Am I nuts? Like, what in the flying, like, what in the entire flying fuck is happening? How did I let this happen again? And again, and you just start saying, like, how fucking stupid, and you, like, listen to your friends, like, sometimes when you're in the situations, it's, it's easier said than done. When I sit in a situation and I go, you know, yeah, girl, you need to get the fuck out of there. It is easier said than done. Sometimes you're so emotionally trapped or so, like, you're so, you know, blinded or you, like, care about the person too much. Like, your feelings start to cloud your better judgment. And that happens. That's why they say when people are in, like, you know abusive relationships you always look at them you're like why the fuck you know why the fuck are you still in this situation I mean you you get so manipulated and it's it's easy like you know for me at like with him with Mr. Vanilla that man made me like he made me very weak-minded and like I'm a I feel like I'm a very smart person I feel like you know I feel like I'm intelligent I don't think like I'm an idiot but with him like (laughs) You would think I was some dumbass bitch that knew nothing. Like, I I didn't know any better. And I knew better. Because every time that shit would end, you know, I would start reflecting. And I used to, before, I would say probably not until, like, the last time I kind of got my, like, you know, I kind of was like, all right, I'm kind of done with that shit. I would say the time before that. You know, I always, whenever I talk to you guys about, you know, any type of subject, I always, I can only talk about my own experience. I'm not, like, like I said, I'm not a relationship expert. I can only talk about how the, like, what the fuck happens in relationships, like, pertaining, like, what fucking happens from shit that happens to my friends, people that I know, anything along those lines. That's all I can talk about is my own experiences. So, by all means, and I want to, like, say this all the time, I'm not a fucking relationship expert. And I'm not claiming to be one either. Okay? So, with Mr. Vanilla, our interaction before the last interaction, okay, I, he had he had done some bullshit to me and then like went on some weird hiatus. I didn't hear from him for like months. Okay. And then he randomly like, you know, this is what he used to do. What, um, was he would like, I would snap something and then he would start like commenting on stuff that I would snap. Like he would put hearts and be like, Oh, you look so beautiful. Like, I hope you're having a great day. Like little, you know, little bullshit. Like, you know, gaslighting my ass or like, you know, you know, buttering me up. I wouldn't say he's gaslighting me in that situation, but, like, buttering me up, right? Like, making me think, like, he's like, yeah, like, you look good. Like, oh, like, you're so beautiful. Like, bullshit like that, right? Because everything he said to me was bullshit. So he would do that. So, like, the last time, um, but obviously the last time before last, what I'm talking about is, um, in my mind, I was like, I'm not gonna get swept up in the bullshit, Okay. And I was like, at this point, you know, like I said to you guys, sex with him, like foreplay was great. Sex was trash. It was like vanilla. It was like not great. We did the missionary position the entire time. Like it it wasn't great. The only thing this man was like really, really good at is fucking eating me out. And I have said that many times about Mr. Vanilla. He fucking like, literally ate me out that I felt like my soul was literally drifting out of my body. That's how fucking good it was. And that's why, like, I was telling you, even though he didn't have toxic dick, it wasn't like I wanted the dick, and I was like, oh my god, that dick is so good. Maybe, like, we'll say, like, Mr. Vanilla had toxic tongue because that shit 
like made me all my morals and all like like things that I would be like fuck no like went out the fucking window right and so I was like I went into it that time the last two the other I was like I went into it because he like apologized and he kind of was like explaining to me like he just was like he was going through a lot of things and um he's going through a lot of stuff and he said you know he's like, I know he, like, disappears and then he comes back, but he, like, does not only do that to me. I've seen him do it to other people. Like, I know people that he's done that to, right? So, like, he's just, like, a really, like, weird person anyways. I'm not saying sometimes you need your space. Like, I'm not saying that's, like, weird to, like, not need your space from people, but it's just the way he went about it was just, like, a really fucked up way to go about doing something like that, right? And when he spoke to me and, like, He was just like, I really want to talk to you, like, you know, just kind of explain myself, whatever. And when we sat and we spoke and he just kind of made, he just kind of made me feel like, wow, you know what I mean? And I'm all about like, when people like, you know, I've been in a situation where, you know, I wasn't really there. Like I spoke to you guys, I was open and honest. And I said, like, you know, I wasn't really in a good place, like, it's easier to grin and bear things than, like, actually deal with your shit. Sometimes, like, you know, mentally I wasn't there. Like, you know, I, you know, obviously you guys know my prior job, I was not happy in it. And, like, certain things that were happening in my life, I wasn't really happy. And it's just, it kind of goes on with emotions, whatever. And I felt sympathy for that because I'm like, you know, like, everybody goes through that. So when he, like when he like said that to me, you know, I feel like I'm a nice forgiving, you know, I, I forgive, you know, people that sometimes don't even deserve my forgiveness. I mean, I forgave him and, um, for a little bit, you know, he was trying to make it up to me. Like, you know, I was hearing from him, you know, all this shit. He's, he's a mechanic. He like fixed my car and shit. It was nice, whatever, you know, it was great. Like, we're having, we're having, like, a good time. Like, this time, I was, like, oh, this time, I think, um, I think it's, like, actually, like, maybe he's, like, a changed person, right? This time, he's a changed person. He's changed. And then, lo and fucking behold, he does the bullshit, right? Because I was, like, and then... He would say things to me like he would tell me he loved me and like and it would be in really intimate situations like it would be like right after we had sex and or like even when he was like inside me he would tell me he loved me and I and I mean who like that is like first for me I didn't feel for him that way like I I could I could honestly say I didn't love Mr. Vanilla I didn't I really liked him um And I thought it was so weird that he would say, I love you to me. And then I was just like, wow. Like, and he would just be, and I was like, oh my God, look at him just being so vulnerable. Like, and then obviously looking back on it, I'm like, Janice, you're a fucking idiot. And I don't know why you fell for that shit. But in the moment I was like, wow. And then I was like, I was like, he's being so vulnerable and so honest. And this is crazy. This is amazing. Like, that's awesome. And then he royally, he just manipulated me into thinking like, okay, this is going to be a different time. And, you know, or if things were happening, you know, he would make, you know, he would say things to me and make me feel like I was like fucking crazy. Like I would think things and I would talk to him and voice it to him. And he just would make me think I was crazy, but still like tell me how much he loved me and how, you know. I was the only person that made him feel these, you know, just crazy shit that I fell for, right? So then, that was the time before, obviously, like, I confronted him, and I think I told you guys about that, but I went into it, then I, like, obviously, I didn't learn my lesson from that time, right? Man says I love you, and he says all this bullshit, and I, like, was like, I'm fucking done with him. I'm I'm done with that shit, right? And then I was like, you know, COVID happened. And then obviously COVID is still happening. But I would say, like, this is kind of when, you know, especially in, like, Massachusetts where, like, COVID wasn't at its, like, all-time high. 
and it was like whatever and then i was like you know what i'm going to i'm going to like i'm going to have a hot girl summer i'm going to do my fucking thing or i'm just going to you know i don't care like i wasn't at that point i wasn't looking for a relationship cuz like i wasn't that's not what i was like intent i was like i'm just going to have fun you know I'm fuck society. I need to be third. Like at this point I was 30. I'm like, fuck society telling me I need to, you know, I need to be with somebody at this point in my life. I need to be married. I need to already start thinking about kids and all that shit. Right. At that, that, that's where I was at at that point. So when I like brought this kid back and you know, all this shit, I, I went into the intention of I'm going in this because I'm just using this kid just to get my, my puss licked. Like, I'm like, I just want my vagina eaten out. Like, I just want my soul to be lifted out of my body. That's the type of shit that I want. And I know he can give it to me. So let's, you know, let's just use. I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the tables here. And I am going to just have you for a specific thing. And then keep it fucking moving. That was where my mind and that's where my head was set at when I, the last interaction that I had with this man. Okay. So I never like it. This was like kind of, I would say this is like, we're about to hit summer. This is like about to hit summer. And you know, we, He's like, I really want to take you out. And, like, at this point, I'm like, I don't really want to hang out with you like that. I just want us to, like, do the physical shit and me be on my fucking merry little way. And, you know, y'all know I smoke weed. Like, I smoke weed and I, you know, I do it. Like, when I'm stressed, that's, like, my favorite thing. And sometimes, like, at the end of the day when I've had a long day, that's, like, a good way for me to unwind, right? So, like, he smokes too. So, you know... Our last interaction was us taking a, you know, we were smoking. And then when I had confronted him, because, like, I was done with it. Like, I kind of was over. I was kind of at this point, I was, like, kind of over the bullshit. I was, like, over it. And, like, maybe, like, a day, like, a week. I wasn't, no. It was a couple days prior to that. We had a date or something, and something happened. We didn't end up, I didn't end up seeing him. And... It was some bull, like, he was obviously back on that bullshit, and I was like, alright, like, why did I think, even, even me being the one that was, like, so-called had the power, right? Because I didn't fully have the power, because this man was clearly, like, stringing, like, I still was falling, like, not totally falling for the bullshit, like, I could see right through him at this point, because, like, obviously, like, it's like that song, like, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Like, I can see clearly now that, like, I'm really, like, I'm at the last layer of this fucking onion. I'm fully seeing you for who the fuck you are. And, like, I thought you were a good person. Now I'm seeing that you're actually a very shitty person. Like, you're not the, a good person that I thought you were, right? Like, you're not. You're not. And when we sat there and he was, like, you know, obviously, you know, trying to feed me bullshit... And I confronted him, and his reaction to me confronting him was like, holy shit, she caught me red-handed. And then, obviously, me and him have not spoken since, and I'm never going to speak to this man ever again. But signs like that, and, like, learning from experience, if somebody's words are not matching up with their actions, and obviously they're gaslighting you and emotionally, like, fucking you like, like Mr. Vanilla was to me, like... That's a whole fucking sign that, like, you need to get the fuck out of here, you know? Or, like, they're making you feel guilty. Excuse me. Or, like, making you feel, like, making you feel like you're, you know, you're the bad guy in this situation. They're not bad. You're the bad guy in this situation. Like, fucking flipping the tables on you. Because that's what toxic fucking people do. They like to... Switch the blame so that it's you that looks like the asshole and they're looking like the fucking, you know, the hero here. You're the villain. They're the hero in this situation where, you know, it's t- it's tough, right? Like they claim the role as a like they're the victim in the situation when in fact they're like, you know, 
they're the fucking asshole. They're, they're the villain. Obviously, like, a villain's obviously not going to be like, oh, I'm the villain here. They're obviously not going to do that. So they're going to, like, turn the table on you, right? And then another sign that I didn't see when I was in that situation with, you know, Mr. Vanilla was he was saying things to me too soon, right? The I love you. That was so soon. Like, we didn't even, like, establish... We weren't even in a relationship. We were in a situationship. Like, we didn't establish that we were going to exclusively... See, like, none of these type of conversations were happening. Like, were happening. And you're telling me you love me in the most intimate... Like, most intimate moment that we're in. Like, you are literally... Your dick is inside me. And you're telling me you love me. So, of course, that's going to fucking emotionally fuck me up. Right? Because it did. You know what I mean? It emotionally fucked me up and it made me feel like, or like, it kind of like, I don't know if it was like, I had like, like rose colored glasses in that moment where I'm like, oh, I'm like seeing things in like, I'm like, oh my God, like, he feels this way, like, so soon like that, like, I guess when you know, like, I'm thinking these things. So like, if homeboy is trying to throw like big things to you, like really fat and very soon, for me, that's like a red flag that I didn't. I didn't like, you know, like I said, Stevie Wonder, I'm fucking blind to that. And like, I, you know, wasn't seeing the big picture. Like, I wasn't seeing the big picture here where I was like not seeing the fucking red flags that were literally like, you know, those people that are like flagging the plane, like it's literally waving in my face and I'm like doing everything in my power not to see these fucking red flags, right? Because you always want to see the good in people. You don't want to see that people are actually, like, not great people, right? And so it's it's tough, especially in the dating world. These are things you need to look out for, you know? When they're, like, making you... When actions aren't coming up with their words. Where, you know, they're making you think that you're fucking crazy. When, in fact, you really aren't. Like, they're making you, you know, gaslighting you into thinking that, like, you're fucking nuts. Um make you feel like always play the role of the victim when they always make you make you playing you out to be the fucking villain in the situation you know too much too soon you know you know they're literally like like emotional vampires that are just sucking at you sucking out all like the goodness like all the emotions all everything they like literally suck you dry until like you're sitting there like what the fuck and they gained all that shit you know what i mean like, and they know how to, like, push you. Like, people that are toxic, they're great manip- like extremely amazing manipulators, right? They are so good. They know what buttons to push with you. They know how to make you look like you're fucking crazy, right? And this is why, like, it makes me so upset when these, so, like, when women get cheated on, right? Like, biggest thing I could say like that are toxic ass men is when females are in a relationship with like are in a relationship with men and their men cheat on them right and they don't do anything they like don't even do anything towards their man they go after the female right like, that's my man, stay away from my man, like, how could you do, like, just turn the tables and try and go after the female, right? And, you know, him being, like, you know, manipulating you into thinking, like, and him being, like, you know, manipulating the situation and doing all this toxic, you know, the toxic men shit that they do and making you feel like you're the fucking, like, villain and whatever, like, you're the crazy person, you're losing your fucking mind or when they're cheating and, you know... They're trying to save their ass and they make you think that you're fucking nuts and you're crazy. Like, this is the shit that I'm talking... I mean, men have been getting away with this shit for a very fucking long time. And us as women, because we're, you know, our initial, like, instincts are to nurture and to coddle and to, you know, to see the good in people, to, like, you know, be, like genuinely kind it's tough to like not see through the telling signs but like when you start seeing this and trust me these flags are there 
red flags everywhere when these type when they do these type of things and it's you know it's up to you and even if you are a friend sometimes it's tough to be a friend to tell another friend that you're she's in a fucking toxic relationship because sometimes when you're so fucking deep in it you can't see anything other than what you're what you're in right so obviously outside you know person looking in can see like wow you're being absolutely manipulated but like if you can literally jot down, get a piece of paper, get a pen, or if you want to use your phone or a laptop, whatever, and jot down these things. If they have done this to you, if you have experienced that, like, I feel like those, um, those commercials, have you ever been manipulated, gaslit, or, you know, emotionally fucked? Then you deserve some compensation. Like, that's how I feel. (laughs) This is like... This is the route that I'm literally going on with you guys, but it's crazy. It's such a, you know, it can fuck you up so much that you're like, I don't even want to be in a relationship anymore because I don't even know if I can trust somebody else. I got so fucked with the person that I actually trusted. Like, how can I trust someone else to, you know, not do this to me? It's it's really tough, but you have to, see like... Sometimes when you see certain things in the beginning, like, that's why moving forward, obviously, I'm very skeptic. Like, I'm very, you know, I have always had my walls up in the beginning, in the very beginning. Sometimes, like, it's a turn off of men. Sometimes men are like, yeah, like, it kind of doesn't really seem like you're, you're really into me, but it's more of me just protecting myself, right? I've, I've gotten that from, like, I went on dates with men um, after me being in a bad situation and I'm getting into, like, I'm just starting to date, whatever. I've been in situations where I've had a guy say, like, it didn't really kind of seem like you were into me. When, in fact, I was, but I'm going to have my guard up. I'm always going to protect myself. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's not the greatest thing all the time because I come off, like, very, like, you know, <laughs> I'm very, you know, I would say, I wouldn't say, I'm not standoffish, but, like, Sometimes when I am, you know, I try to absorb, like, and observe, like, a situation. Like, I try and, like, when you're saying things, I'm paying attention to you. I'm very observant. Like, I'm I'm paying attention to everything that you're saying. I'm looking, you know what I mean? All that stuff. So maybe it can come off that I'm, like, not into it, but I'm, like, no, I'm paying attention to you. Because if I'm sitting here and I'm and you're saying stuff to me, like, Yeah, red flags are, like, flying. I'm going to see them. So I'm more more open now to the red flags, right, than I was, than I, like, you know, than I was before. You know, obviously, Mr. Vanilla, you know, lapsed in judgment that I, like, took that situation back when, in reality, I shouldn't. Like, he, like, I think I was having a conversation with my sister, And, um, and we were talking about him and like, I was saying, she said, I could really tell that he, he so fucked you up in that. Like I could tell that situation fucked you up in, in a sense of any time I think of like now when I think about him, it's all horrible memories. It's never anything good. Like. It's never anything. It's not positive. Obviously he was like a toxic and bad, you know, bad person to, like, be with, I don't give a fuck if you're, like, you know what I mean, like, relationship-wise, this man is not meant to be in a relationship, like, he's just so, and maybe, I don't know what trauma or whatever bullshit he dealt with before, that I got the brunt of it, which obviously sucked, because, like, I didn't deserve that, um, but yeah, like, that, that whole situation, like, fucked me up, and it made me very, very, very cautious of, like, moving forward and being like, mm, like, I need to look at you a second time, or I need to ask more questions, I need to kind of figure you out a little bit more than just kind of, you know, not doing that and just kind of, like, trusting your word for what you're giving me, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, like, like I said, wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, sometimes people can paint off a picture. That's why, like, it's better to, like, all these signs, even if you're into something for, like, a month or two months or three months and you're starting to see things or, 
you know, I feel like once somebody starts to make you think that you're going crazy or somebody starts to make you think that and you start questioning yourself, that right there should tell you, like, never make somebody make you question yourself. I feel like when you're at that level and you're at that point where you're starting to question things about yourself, you're, you're starting to question, you know, your morals, your integrity, all that shit, then this is not... Like, I'm telling you right now, you're dealing with somebody toxic as fuck. They know what the fuck they're doing, and you need to get yourself out of that situation. It may not be the easiest thing, but, like, you need to get yourself out of that. Because clearly you're in a toxic situation, and you need to get the fuck out of that. It's difficult. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but, like, in the dating world, this is kind of, like, this sucks. Like, I feel like everybody at one point in their life has dealt with a toxic person. And, like... Whether that's like, you know, you can even say like friendships, you know what I mean? I've had, I've had friendships that were very toxic and I didn't, other people around me saw that my friendship was toxic and I never saw that. But like being in it, I thought this was the norm. You know what I mean? Like I thought this shit was the norm. I thought this was normal. I thought friends are supposed to be this way or with Mr. Vanilla, I was like, maybe a relationship is supposed to be this way. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe I'm this or whatever. Maybe I, Maybe it's me. You know what I mean? Like, you start to question yourself. But in reality, it's like, no, you were just, you were just fucking, you were con- constantly gaslit. You were manipulated. You know what I mean? Like, this person qu- made you question everything about yourself. Made you question, like, your moral and your integrity. It just made you question yourself. So, these things do happen. This is, like, literally, you know... It sucks that this is, like, a part of dating that you have to kind of weed out, like, weed out through the bad. Like I said, the dating pool literally has pee in it. So the pee is obviously these toxic as men. So, like, you're going to deal with it. I feel like you're going to, it's like Princess and the Frog. You're going to, you know, kiss so many frogs until you find, like, your prince and stuff or whatever, you know. But it sucks. It's like, shit, I got to I gotta deal with all these douche and, like, fucking toxic as men before I get the right person that I'm supposed to be with or the right thing that I'm supposed to... Like, it's it's overwhelming, to say the least. It's very overwhelming. And then it could be, like... It, it could be disheartening because you're just like, fuck, if this is what's out there, I don't want any of that. You know what I mean? It, it kind of makes you be, like, question... Shit, I don't even want to be in a relationship or be with somebody because clearly like there's shit out there. There's nothing really good out there. So what makes me think me going out there or putting myself out there, I'm going to find somebody that's like not this way, you know? So like, honestly, the dating world, it's all about chance and it's all about chance and just kind of what you make of that. So honestly, as many times as I've dealt with a toxic person and toxic, you know, all these toxic men, these, you know, dicks that clearly I haven't, <laughs> like, you know, dicks that I didn't remove myself when I should have removed myself, um, I'm still going to do that because that's a part of dating. You're just going to go, you got to go through the, you got to keep, keep swimming in the pool even though that part, somebody just like peed in it you gotta swim 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 till you i guess you find a clean spot or get yourself out wait till that shit cleans itself and then come back you know what i mean so it's tough but eventually you know what i mean like i'm very hopeful and i'm manifesting this out for you guys if somebody out there is looking for somebody i hope you find that person i hope you find the right person um but like i said if you're in a situation where you're like i'm not sure if the person that I'm dealing with or somebody else that I know is dealing with is toxic, like, do a pros and cons, kind of put in what the fuck they do. Has this person made you feel crazy? Has this person, like, made you point you out to be the villain in this situation when, in fact, you're not the villain in this situation? Has this person, like, guilt-tripped you? Like, you know, when you start to lose your sanity, I feel like that's when you know you're not in the greatest situation, so... If any of the things that I've said to you are, like, clicking, then, you know, you already know what you need to do. Or, like, I am all about, you know, getting yourself right. So, like, therapy is, like, a big thing that I'm, like, advocating. So, if this is something, like, if you've dealt with somebody toxic or you need to, like, talk to your therapist, like, and if, you know, 
do that shit so that you don't end up being a toxic person yourself. Because I feel like all these, all these like toxic ass people like need fucking therapy. I mean, I think all these toxic people need therapy. They clearly need it because they're suffering from whatever the fuck they're suffering from to make them like such a horrible person, horrible human being. And then taking it out on like a good person like yourself or whatever, you know? So, jot this down. Listen to this episode if you know somebody that's in this situation, then forward this fucking episode to them. And yeah, toxic dick is not worth it, let me tell you. And on that note, <laughs> I'm going to end this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, took some notes. Learn from my mistakes. Um, I feel like obviously in dating, that's like something, you know, you obviously, it's obviously good to learn from experience. So learn from my fucking experience um, with Mr. Vanilla and that. Even though they're giving you the right shit, like, you know, be a little skeptic at first. Be a little skeptic. Like, figure it out if, like, red flags start, like, flying and stuff like that. Be very observant. Be very cautious and be very alert on when you're dating somebody. So, I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing weekend when this episode comes out. And, yeah. Bye.